boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the circus that we like to call Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. The crew's here. We're going to talk about how two of our members got to see and experience our recent resurfacing of former President Donald Trump, his plans for the future, and maybe. A, maybe. It was a great Nazi rally. And a lot of other things that, that are being tied to CPAC uh, that just happened this past weekend. Before we get into that, please do us a favor, like, share, comment on this video, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know every time a new episode is up. Um, also, please become a member of Freedom Wire. It's really easy to do. Everybody's doing it. All the cool kids. All the cool kids. Um, if you, you feel the peer pressure, yeah, join Freedom Wire. If you if you want to if you want to you know get the hard hitting important conservative news that you're not going to read anywhere else, become a member. Click the link on the bottom right hand side of the screen, and we'll start sending those stories to you because we know they're important to you because they're important to us. All right, see, pack it up. Tell us what happened. I thought you said cruise here. Ted Cruz is none for I was like, what? No, he's in Cancun. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> remember surprise, surprise gifts? Ted Cruz. Well, I, I, I pulled a few strings. Yeah. <laughs> I know people who know people. Well, so it was a lot to unpack from CPAC, but I definitely think there's a few things that took, obviously, comparing, you know, going home at night to the hotel and then watching them say, on like seeing MSNBC, what was happening and actually being there is completely different, completely different. But um, I, I thought people were more optimistic. I, I think there's a feeling in the room that Biden has so overplayed his hand that the left is going so far left that 2022 is going to be a pretty good year for conservatives, especially since they always almost took back the House as is in 2020. So I think there was kind of some of that over... Uh, some of the speakers brought that up. Ted Cruz brought that up. It's just that they're overplaying their hand. So the crowd was very optimistic, and I thought compared to what it could have been, maybe a couple months ago it would have been a little bit more down, but I think that... The left is so crazy, and I think some people are just, it's so obvious. And there was a lot of talk about some important issues. They just made it sound like on TV, it was just about Trump the entire time. No, it wasn't just about Trump the entire time. They had speakers, they actually talked about the Bill of Rights. They had speakers talking, each speaker came up and talked about each one of the ten, first ten amendments. There was there was actual talk about liberty, and, and, and China was a big subject, the, the threat of China, and of course, Big Ten. China. Yeah, China. Jana. And then and then there was talk about you know, a lot of talk about big tech. And actually the theme was on canceling America, which is funny because the left wanted to cancel Hyatt have Hyatt cancel CPAC. So thank you for making our point. Yeah, I was asked at CPAC what I think the two biggest threats to America are today. And the first one I said was election fraud. And the second one I said was big tech censorship. So I think those two things are what CPAC really is centered around. Um, but, you know, you could watch all of the different speakers and they all have a slightly different take on the same stuff. And it all kind of sounds the same at the end of the day. But I thought Trump's speech was obviously most notable of the entire thing because we wanted to hear about the future of the GOP and he told us, he told us what we wanted to hear. Um, he said that Republicans need to be united, they need to fight election fraud over the next two years before the, or four years before the next presidential election. And he laid out exactly what Trumpism is, which is his ideology, his agenda, America first, um, like pro-law and order, standing for the military, Second Amendment, Constitution, um, bringing jobs back, everything like that. So he lays it out and says, this is what we need strong Republican leadership for and to bring into 2022 and 2024. So I thought that's what I took away from it. And also another takeaway just from the, the straw poll was kind of interesting because every year they do a straw poll. 
who would you vote for president, who would you vote for, what issues matter, whatever. And Trump obviously won the straw poll. Surprise. But DeSantis, if they took Trump out, DeSantis dominated the rest of them. They they literally also, because they just knew Trump was going to straw poll. So they asked, like, if Trump doesn't run, basically, who would be your next pick or whatever? And DeSantis, far and away, he was like a rock star there, for sure. Like, he was the very first speaker on Friday morning. And, I mean, it was in Florida, too. That probably, you know, a little He's America's governor. Yeah, he really is. DeSantis is America's governor. DeSantis is one of us. Like, he is, like, he talks and holds himself like a normal person, like a regular person, not so much like a, you know, a politician that's looking to gain votes. He says some unpopular things, and it's fun to watch a politician be more honest than political. But he's also not as brash as Trump, so kind of brings that balance. Yeah. That's why I think he's effective. He could be very effective because, I mean, I'm not the only one, I'm sure. Like, Trump, 80% Trump would be perfect Trump, I feel, sometimes. And, like, DeSantis has the ability to kind of do both, be outspoken but not go over his skis sometimes. Yeah, I've, I've always said that I think the next person that the conservative movement kind of rallies around needs to be someone making Trump-esque points without being quite as Trumpy of a mouthpiece. Like, they hated Trump because he had such Trumpiness about mm-hmm. him. Uh, DeSantis makes a lot of the same points, has a lot of the same delivery, but in a, in a package that more people can swallow, something that's easier to get behind, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, now, of course, if Trump decides to run in 2024, DeSantis is out the window because there's no way he's going to be the guy, unfortunately. But uh, another thing I think that was kind of important to mention from Trump's speech, having watched that, I wasn't there, but I, I saw the speech, is that he, the uh, the rumors of a third party mm-hmm. are not, at least now, it's going anywhere. News. Yeah. He said it was fake news. He said these rumors of him starting his own party were, were baseless. They weren't actually going anywhere. He was sticking with the Republicans, just trying to make it better. Um, some people, that may be a disappointment. Other people are probably excited to hear about that, but... I still think I still think for the long run of America we need more parties. Well, I mean, we have for, a lot of parties, but nobody votes for them. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I mean, prominence. I should say. Mm-hmm. I should read, read, you know, like, you know. Again, we don't need a parliamentary system, but maybe there should be gradations on the right and the left, and you lean one way or you lean the other way, and you can kind of find some more compromise in there. But I still think diversity of thought is important. Uh, especially within our own parties, and and we're not going to get that uh, that that um, I don't think we're going to actually make a lot of progress where we need to if we all have that single focus of Trump's views or Cruz's views or Biden's views. You know, like we need we need that we need to be able to. Mesh them all together a little bit. Yeah, well, there was talk about obviously. Then they're talking about the divisions inside the party. A lot of the speakers tried to say there was no civil in the party and media driven, and and that's probably over. You know, the media probably are, are overblown it. But there's definitely some. You know, Reagan's famous commandment: "Don't speak, speak ill of a fellow Republican." Was not in play that this. I will say that this weekend there was a lot of people calling out the mm-hmm. Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney was a big target. Lynn Cheney, 
uh, was Cheney was a big target. Anybody who voted to impeach Trump was a target. So that's not completely. The entire Republican Party yeah. was a target. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, they're not, I mean, is it a civil war? They tried to say there wasn't, but civil war might be, obviously, the media are melodramatic, so they're probably, and, but there's, it's not, it's not lollipops and, ro- and roses right now. It's insane to me that in like the span of eight years, Mitt Romney went from being the face of the Republican Party to one of the most hated people in the Republican Party. Like, I, I, you know, obviously Grace and I, you were too young to vote in that election. But we remember the campaign about it, and every Republican, like, loved Mitt Romney just because they hated Obama so much. And then now... It wasn't was love. No, yeah, it, it wasn't like, love. It was, it was, it was he's not love, Obama. Yeah. Even back then, yeah. though, he was never, like, worshipped. It, it, was, it was because, of, <laughs> because of the comparison, everybody, you know, was starting to get on board with him. And now... Mm-hmm. Even, Everyone always yeah. had a guard up about his Mormonism, mm-hmm. I'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> which, you know, who, who's to say one way or the other on that? Because people raise religious objections to every religious politician who runs for any office. But the fact that in that span of time, like, now the, the party spits on his name every mm-hmm. time the... the I don't know, I don't know man. People that wear magic underwear are a little weird. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's just, let's just call a spade a spade. And, yeah. You know, could you, like... I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yeah, the one thing I'll say about Romney in 2012, he gave one of the best debate performances I have ever seen, actually, to be honest. That first debate against Obama, I don't know what happened to that, Mitt Romney, because he was, if you would have, he was excellent in that debate, uh, but that was his high watermark. Yeah. Ways, he he didn't upset, follow it up by no. you know, attacking on Benghazi or anything no, like that. He could have, not, yeah. but they, I think his, his people told him not to, and then after that, it was just kind of... He was going to get a, a second term either way, no matter how good the Republican candidate mm, was, for true. obvious reasons. I think what's so, uh, unf- uh, I think why so many people are, are frustrated, like at CPAC with Mitt Romney and stuff, is it's so obvious he's a carpetbagger for one. Somebody asked me what I thought about Mitt Romney. First word that came to mind was carpetbagger. Massachusetts governor, can't win as president, so he moves back to Utah. He just moves wherever he thinks. He was even talking about running for governor of New Hampshire at one point, too. Was, and then and the fact there, he turned on Trump when Trump didn't make him secretary of state. I mean, he would Trump never got him elected. No, got him elected into office in Utah. Went there for him, campaigned for him. Well, my point is, like, he was he wanted to be Secretary of State, and then all of a sudden Trump went a different direction. So, and like he a, definitely seemed to all of a sudden he's like my favorite Trump though is when he's like he in twenty twelve he went to Trump like he begged like a dog, got on his knees, mitt, yeah, yeah. A, a scheming, conniving politician is promised a spot as Secretary of State by an up and coming president. And is then betrayed at the last minute. That's literally the house, the, the plot of House of Cards. If Kevin Spacey was a douche instead of an evil genius, like substitute that, and it's, you get Mitt Romney. Um, so it's very, very strange that that's how that worked out. But here's here's what I think. Trump has made the right realize what he's made the Republicans realize is that if we're going to move forward, if the right is going to move forward and be the leadership that this country deserves and needs, we're going to have, they, well, not we, they, a lot of those established uh, GOP members are going to have to grow a set of cojones. That's what Trump brought to the party. It was like, look, they're going to punch us in the mouth. We need to punch them back. And the, and the GOP, the established GOP are fine sitting back and not taking advantage of some of the of the positions that they have or or not taking advantage of certain things that are said 
when Trump just ran with the ball. And that's what we need to keep moving forward is we need to have people who believe in the cause, believe in the freedoms that we are fighting to protect. And when you look at his speech and, you know, like Grace said, the, the bulk of it was him laying out what Trumpism is. Uh, we actually have an article on that that Grace wrote on Freedom Wire. Go check that out. Um, as you go through it, you can really see when he breaks it down into all these points that it's so much bigger than him. And, you know, half the time Trump's own ego gets in the way because, you know, obviously he loves the attention. He loves to be like the guy. He, he mm -hmm. often had a big mouth that got him in, in trouble with things. But when you see it stripped down of like focusing on him and mm -hmm. just see the points, it is something that every person who loves this country should get behind. Um, like I know uh, in 2016, Ryan and I were, neither one of us were huge Trump guys. No. Like right up, even Almost until after the, the election. I couldn't. Well, like, yeah. Even at the end, we kind of voted for him because he was better than Hillary, but not because we were super excited about him personally. Mm -hmm. But even the two of us reading that, when he, he spelled it out, it, it shows that this was about more than just him, mm -hmm. even if he loved to make it about him at times, and then the times when he wasn't making it about himself, the media made it about him mm -hmm. because they wanted to focus on how much they hated him. But that agenda, that ideology, is what really should shape the future of the GOP going forward. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what the base wants. question is, will the elected officials actually go with it? Well, I think what you're saying is anybody who wants a future in politics has to adhere to this agenda or else they're not going to get his support and they're not going to win because he has the support of the American people. Surprisingly, during the week, I, Trump was the one person that there was a reference to him, but surprisingly there wasn't a referendum on Joe Biden like Trump brought. He brought him down. He brought the hell. I don't know if you noticed that, Grace. There's a lot of speakers that would, you know, reference him, or they, but they, there was a lot of talk about big tech in China, but there wasn't explicitly an attack on what Joe Biden has been doing. And Trump, he was the one that finally laid into him. And he prosecuted the case against Biden better than him. If I had a critique of some of the speakers, that was, should have been the big focus was what Joe Biden is doing to this country within one month. And that's what Trump started right from the beginning when he went after Biden. And he did it smart, too, because he compared his policies his successes to what Biden's been doing mm -hmm. and it's and it's something that again strategically is smart because in a couple of years if this continues and Biden's you know energy prices go up the jobs are down all the stuff that he's killed that Trump could be like look this is what I did compared to this guy so there was definitely he, he riffed, riffed a little bit he went off a little, script a little bit but it was mostly you could tell it was strategically written uh, it was a smart speech constraint. yeah and by sheer coincidence they ended up being able to have CPAC and critique Joe Biden like two days after he launched an airstrike against Syria, uh, which, you know, as you recall, Trump did not do for four years. Um, so, yeah, th there should have been more slam dunk on how bad Biden is. Well, technically, he did. Yeah. Well, I think they <laughs> technically, he did. Yes, like th those, were, those <laughs> were like targeted things. Like, I'm not trying to say that one is better than the other. <laughs> I am saying the resounding condemnation of Trump doing a drone strike to take out a terrorist versus Biden launching an airstrike against Syria for... Yeah. Did we ever find out a reason on that one? I, I don't know how well, much... Apparently they well, apparently there was, there was uh, Islamist, uh, Islamist fighters yeah. uh, there that were uh, exchanging arms. Okay, so so like, exactly. We're not even saying... And that, we're, we're not even... I'm not even yeah. sad about yeah, it. Yeah, it's not that Biden no. did a bad thing. It's, again, 
Because half of our job here is to just sit around in a room and rant about double standards. <laughs> right. So we got to get that in for the week here. But yeah, there was nobody who really took it to Biden quite the way Trump did, but that was to be expected. I, I kind of think that's okay because the media, the conservative media does that every single day, 24-7. They slam Biden, Biden, Biden. And then you have this one conference of the entire year to talk about GOP future and leadership. I think they should take that opportunity to... Into the platform. I do. I and I I know what you're saying, but I I know that the commentators and do. But there's something about Biden where he does seem to be getting away with how radical he's been. Mm. And I think Trump had him in that forum to use that to you know because he was the one everybody was watching. I think it was really important because he went line by line of what he's been doing, and he's just getting away with it because he's always oh, lovable, affable old Grandpa Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, he's so sweet. In the in the meantime, he's the most radical president, even more radical than Obama ever was. He's far left of Obama in one month. So I think it, I think it does kind of matter. And so you know, I know what you're saying because we you know people complain a lot about Biden, but like there there's really not been that kind of focus put on. The agenda that I've seen quite like Trump did. He did a great job. When Trump is good, he's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with Trump, like he was, I thought he was very good at this speech. I thought That's he was it. very good at this one. I got a curveball for you guys. Uh-oh. What if Trump ran in 2022? For the House Speaker of the House. The speaker. I've heard that. I've heard that. <laughs> what What if that happens? I, uh, I, I think he has more of a chance of getting in as president again. You don't think he could win a district? Lord, Lois Frankel would be who he'd be running against. They're redistricting Palm Beach and having seats. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it depends, but honestly, I, I think he wouldn't want to be <laughs> speaker of the house. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's a step no. down. And it's he, a nice he theory. Unless, unless he, could, he would start impeaching people immediately. <laughs> as speaker, <laughs> he would give him the power back. I could see him with a gavel, though. He would, he would, he would look good with a gavel. He'd just be like, yeah, he's yeah. He'd, uh, he'd threaten that the people with the gavel more than Pelosi did. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think he'd go for that. But he did strongly hint at a twenty twenty four run because you you know how Trump loves the. The big reveal, the, the, the oh, teasers and everything. He is it's, 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 he, a consummate showman. Yeah, it's all about the showmanship with him. He basically like, who knows, like four or who five knows, times. He's running. Yeah, I might decide to beat them a third time. I wonder. That was my favorite yeah. part yeah. of the speech. Still, still insisting that he he beat them the second time, which he's running. I mean, yeah. Come on. Who who would expect anything? He's anything totally less? running. After watching, yeah. if if unless something changes, <laughs> now he he might change his mind and and play it off from the beginning as though, oh, I never planned on running, I just wanted to keep you in suspense, and now I'm endorsing so-and-so. But I, think I don't know, I'm not... Imagine how much power Ron DeSantis would have if Trump yeah. backed him. Yeah, oh, if Trump does not run, yeah. whoever he endorses is probably going to... He could be Nikki Haley now. Nomination. That was another one. She just plumped. She had like two percent in the straw, or three or four percent in the straw poll. She was that was a she was high mistake. and then got real low after just saying. One bad thing about Trump. But it wasn't, it wasn't, so here's my opinion on that. It was not that she said, it's fine to say I disagree, you shouldn't have said what he said, whatever, blah, blah, but she was so vicious about it. Mm-hmm. Like she, she, it was so obvious she, she'd been hiding her true feelings about Trump for the last four years. And like it came out. That was the problem I think with a lot of people I had, but at least that's what I had with it. It was just so vicious. Like she could just say I disagree with the president, that's fine. I don't, I wouldn't have said what he said, but she went out of her way to just lay into him. Because I, I still really like Nikki Haley, but that did knock her down a couple pegs. and Huge. Like, yeah, really, she was not even... I don't know if she that was... That was a right. dumb statement. It was politically done. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. really... And then she tried... And now she even looks more desperate because she, she wanted to meet with Trump, and Trump's like, no. 
And, and yeah, like she even she even kind of gave him a little bit of uh, a praise about his uh, about his speech yeah. on Twitter and all that stuff. Come on, Nikki, which is pick a side and run with it. Don't you? <laughs> yeah, you know. But I, I have a more important question. Oh yes, I think I know where you're going. How was your first Nazi rally? It was amazing. It was a great Nazi rally. Thank you for asking. Um, we, we, all the Jews and the black people and the gays and stuff that were there that actually were spoke, speaking it, but you know, it was a Nazi rally though, apparently. Well, I mean, it was obvious it was a Nazi symbol. rally because of the stage. Yeah. Um, Under the blanket premise of everyone I hate is Hitler, any conservative movement or rally is a Nazi rally. Yeah, but, but when they stand on obvious. a stage that, that is shaped. Like a weird, obscure, lesser-known Nazi symbol that of a mountain. By the way, I looked it up. It's of a mountaineering uh, division no, of the Nazis. Yeah, and it's like the, the symbol, not exactly the SS. The symbol yes. is some uh, like Norse rune that the Nazis incorporated into a thing to try to create like this mythical genealogy for the Aryan race or something. And see, we all just found that out today. Because it turns out that conservatives don't sit around with a deep inner knowledge of obscure Nazi symbolism, but le leftists frequently do. I mean, the Nazi symbol resembles an old Roman symbol, or it's like Roman or Greek or something. Well, a lot like of that. those do. Yeah. So there's, a, I mean, anything could resemble yeah. mm -hmm. a Nazi symbol that's based on something that's completely unrelated. But in the same, in the same note, I don't know if you guys saw this, but. Amazon changed their app yeah. because apparently it looked like a smirking Hitler. Now, now I'm going to have to go look at it again. Yeah, I think, the, yeah. the, the little strip of tape over the top of the Amazon box looked like a Hitler stash. It looked like a Hitler stash over so now, a smirking now they, Hitler. They left the blue tape there. But Cancel Amazon. They it look, look, these people see Nazis and Hitler everywhere. And then they act like them. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the point I they keep trying fascists. to make. If fascists. you are constantly talking about, oh, a racist dog whistle over here, hidden specter of, uh, of Nazism over there, the only people who, or the only things that can hear dog whistles are dogs. If you are hearing dog whistles, it is because you are one of the dogs who is being whistled at. So if you're hearing people, like, hidden messages in speeches saying, like, the, the Nazi group must be activated now, Okay, great. That probably means you're one of the Nazis because you heard it. Like, it's not a thing. Well, they, they invent it just to be mad about well, it. Well, again, they were trying to they were trying to put the hammer down on Hyatt. And I knew I should have said it. I sent you guys in our group chat. I, I sent an article where Hyatt was defending their decision for free speech to hold their... And then the very next day... When they come out with this, you know, this apology for the Nazi. It's it an important symbol. Yeah, for the symbol. No, for like this, the Nazi. Like, well, they, they well, not, they didn't apologize. So we, we condemn like abhorrent symbols. Like, as in, like they just took it for granted that that was literally a Nazi symbol in their hotel. I was like, these people are so weak at spined. But it wasn't. Here's the thing. Obviously, it wasn't. But my point is, they're so weak. These people are weak. <laughs> there was no Nazi symbolism. Mm -hmm. None. What was happening every? Tell tell the people what was happening every morning. Every morning. Every wait, wait, morning. wait 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 wait. Let's let's set this up because it's important. It's important because if this was a Nazi rally, it's some really then what up was up. happening every morning makes zero sense. So, but go ahead. Tell yeah. Me. So I get you get the agenda when you get there. You get the and I look every morning. They had a Jewish worship service 
and prayer service. They, actually, the first thing on the convention was uh, listed on Thursday night was the Jewish reception. Ser- reception, Jewish prayer service. I see them. I see Jewish, very Orthodox Jews all over the place there. But so that's a, if that's a Nazi rally, then the definition of a Nazi rally has definitely changed in the seventy-five years. Modern now, Nazism isn't about Jews anymore. Now it's about any other minority. Yeah, there's there's literally leftist discussion boards going on right now. Should we even consider Jews an ethnic minority that needs protected status? Now find me. Whatever the liberal equivalent of CPAC is, I don't know if it exists. I don't know if they have Not big really, Democrat no. rallies. That's surprising. They, they don't have a thing yeah. like that, and if they did, it would probably be lame. It's called the but, View audience. Yeah, it's 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 a, basically your episode <laughs> oh, of the God. View. But go to what it, like say hypothetically a liberal version of CPAC existed, which I guess would be LPAC. Say you go to an LPAC convention, ask around in the audience and pull the speakers and stuff, what their thoughts on the nation of Israel are, and you will find out where all the actual anti-Semites are hiding right now. Mm-hmm. It's certainly not at CPAC. It is not in the Republican Party. It's not on the right side of the aisle. It's not in the conservative <coughs> Elon Omar. Yeah, Excuse me. exactly. Excuse me. Oh, you're, you're good. Um, yeah. Take a drink. Exactly. Yeah, take, take, take a sip. You got something in your throat. I got the Kool-Aid here. Exactly. But if you ask any of them what their thoughts on Jews who aren't New Age liberal Jews or their thoughts on the existence of the nation of Israel are, they will reveal exactly how deeply anti-Semitic they are. And yet they still want to claim, oh, it was, it's conservatives that are attending Nazi rallies. They have Nazi symbols hidden in their stage. Like, I don't, I'm sorry, you just had a Zoom panel saying that you don't think the nation of Israel should exist. So... Because only the far right are fascists. Yeah, who's doing more damage to the health and well-being of the Jewish people? I, well, I just want to know, yeah, it's like, who, who's the fascist? What, if Joe Biden wants to unite this country, he's Captain Unity, he always just talk about unity, how about he goes after this cancel culture? How about he speaks out against it? How about he, he talks about people in his own party, say, stop this off, let's actually have debates and conversations. This is America, or at least, at the very least, like, defend free speech. She hasn't said that once. Well, he he it's hard to do when you're signing executive orders and he hasn't said, at a breakneck pace. He hasn't actually said anything because he's been in office for... Yeah, there hasn't been. He hasn't, been a, he hasn't had a single press conference. Not one press conference. Hmm. I wonder why. don't deserve rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's yeah. A, By the way, it, it, with 50 people. Right? Had I known that you could, you could, um, you you could enact a coup with no firearms mm-hmm. over the over the strongest nation in the world, like all you really needed was bare mace, bare mace brass knuckles and, and flagpoles to take over our government. I would have done this a long time ago. <laughs> Don't tell the FBI that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there goes any chance. It was a chance, joke. There goes any chance of this podcast it was a joke. being remonetized. Well, I, 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 I put that all away. Look, guys, <laughs> anybody that says it was an insurrection with zero firearms is a complete idiot. You cannot overtake a government with zero firearms. How many firearms did they collect from the people in the Capitol? Do you guys know? Or, or better, better. How many photos of people with guns? No, oh, I definitely didn't no, see any. Did you see any? Didn't see anybody toting guns there, which is not a good thing, enough. and it stands to reason because you're not going to be able. You're because, not going to be allowed to march around the Capitol building with guns. Yeah, and because you're not There's trying to take over the government. Yes. <laughs> Because you weren't trying to take over the government. You were trying to protest and make sure your voice was heard 
over an election that we will always question because nobody wanted to investigate it. No FBI, no DOJ. There's been zero investigations into the 2020 investigation or 2020 election, even though there was a three-year investigation into the 2016 election mm-hmm. based upon a piece of fiction paid for by, by the, the DNC and Hillary Clinton. And that's not even in the realm of conspiracy theory at this point. That was all fact. Everything, yeah, that, just everything Sean just said is 100% wow. factually based. Yeah. And we'd love an investigation into 2020, even if that investigation proves that Joe Biden won legitimately. I, that's like, what I want. It's just so everybody can trust it again. So stop hiding it if you have nothing to hide. Like, if the election was legitimate, you should be able to prove that. Mm-hmm. But, of course, we've done more episodes than we can count on that particular subject. Mm-hmm. But, that, but it's all tied. Yeah, that was a big point of Trump's speech at CPAC, which was why, you know, he said, I'll beat them a third time if he runs in 2024. Because he still strongly maintains and countless people believe that he won the I second time around. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I believe that he won, but I'm not going to... Because I don't have the ability to prove it. Yeah. Or so here's where I am on because this. the courts would never yeah. show yeah. I have the ability to call for an investigation to prove it because I, I'd love to believe it. So this is... I want to see it proven. This is what I would say. I believe he would have won. Uh, and I'm willing to say he did win, but that's why it's so frustrating because we didn't get to see an actual investigation to, into the actual day of the election stuff that was all the all the stuff that was going on. But we know they went around the state legislators. We know that they... They they went around. They set up these mail and balloting and all these different procedures, you know, bail harvesting, all the stuff you could do. So to to stack they to rig the election. That is rigging the. How is that not rigging the election? And you want to know what's he so? Doing? I could say he would have won if not for that. But again, the actual did he win? I don't know. But I definitely think if it was an evil playing field, he definitely. Won what's even worse than that is that after they did all of those things in 2020, they're about to do it again on a nationwide level mm-hmm. forever. If with if if HR one passes, they will take everything they did in twenty twenty, put it on a national scale, and just make it permanent. I think we need to do a podcast. Well, on the that, states honestly, at some need point. to do what Florida did and what Georgia yeah. just yeah. did yesterday in their house. Uh, passed like a series of mm-hmm. legislation that said no more ballot drop boxes. We're only going to take them on a certain day by a certain time. Mm-hmm. I'm counting done. They said a whole thing about how they're going to defend election integrity for future elections. So the other contested states need to follow too. So while we have Congress that is fighting over you, basically rigging all elections forever with this bill, we have a state a state level effort that is slowly spreading to shore up election integrity. And eventually those two things are going to come into conflict. If, Just like marijuana is illegal. Yes, yes. It, it, it's one of those things where are we going to have totally secure elections on a state basis, but then when those votes are passed on to federal levels, it's suddenly up in the air and we can't trust it? Who's to say? But this this is definitely a weird thing to keep an eye on. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. uh, th- this is concerning where it's going. Yeah, and we're definitely going to have to do a whole podcast on HR1, I think, mm-hmm. so at some point. But I want to do a little save save the bell aside here real quick. <clears throat> state legislators that you are controlling... State, 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 uh, state legislators are controlling the election process. Remember, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do that. So good for Florida and Georgia, but every other 31... All the other 31 states controlled by Republicans should be ensuring that that just does not happen again in 2022 in any of our election again. Yeah. And so we got you heard it here in Florida first. Oh, and they NC. also said that the Secretary of State would not have any influence over the elections. 
Which, again, that's a different branch of government uh, exactly. in the state. They're not supposed to. They're literally, I know the Constitution doesn't matter to the left anymore, unless it sounds good, to, it works for them, they think, like impeachment, apparently. Now that's a great constitutional duty of theirs. But, what if but Brian Kemp vetoed the bill, if it passed? Well, that would just heat up Brian the Brian Kemp's already theory. on the way out, but, like, I don't know. Well, he's like, Mr. Voter Suppress. Oh, so, by the way, that's what they keep, so when we come back at them about opposing HR1, they call us restricting voting rights. Well, because this is no. the state that gave us Stacey Abrams. But you, you've seen this, right, when you read, like, the left-wing media? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, were, but, we're, or voter no. suppression. Voter no, no, suppression. No, 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 no. You're allowed to vote. Legally. Go ahead. The right way. All, all the districts that uh, had significant problems that made it so Stacey Abrams did not win that election were Democrat-run. Yeah, we it don't was, need to make Democrats that she didn't win. It's not meant to be easy for no. you. We don't have to make it where you can just, you know, open your phone and, and vote. That's not how it's meant to be. Oh, part of that age. Oh, never mind. We're gonna have to get into one that more. Yeah, one more thing. One more thing. Hang on. So we have to. I have to bring that up. So no signatures. Is that what you're gonna? Bring uh, up? Uh, well, that's another one too. But no, I just it cracks me up that it's so off if Donald Trump. Clearly won the election, whatever, blah blah blah. Like we're, we're he's still in the White House right now. They were setting the stage before the election because they were afraid that Trump was going to win. So people like Obama was up there saying they don't want you to vote. The, you know, the the we were suppressing the vote on the right. So they had that if Trump easily won the election or whatever, reason he wins the election, they're all like, see, we told you this. So they were going to do the same thing. They were going to do that. You know, either way. So they now that they won, we're the conspiracy theorists on the right. But they had already set up the narrative themselves for what they would have lost. Yeah, we're we're the conspiracy theorists when they're the ones who see Nazi symbols and stage designs and voter ID does not make you a racist. Yeah. I heard Newbridge driver tell me that Trump does not want me to vote because I'm Hispanic. And I said, well, what? if sixty six percent of Venezuelans in Miami support Trump, why wouldn't he want them to vote for him? And he was yeah. like, I don't know. I can't imagine why a conservative who is strongly against socialism would do super well with Cubans and Venezuelans. Hmm. I don't know. Who'd have, who'd have who thought? Who'd, who'd have thought that those two Hispanic <laughs> demographics in particular, who would have thunk mm -hmm. that uh, people who had escaped the evils of socialism and communism to come to this country would suddenly take a strong stand against socialism and communism coming to this country after them. Hey guys, they're just trying to fortify the election. Yes. They, <laughs> they, they, fort they rigged it for your protection. Fortify. They, did it, they yes. did it for the good of, of America. For the save democracy by, by not being democratic. How noble. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do the wrong thing for the right reasons. So thank you. Liberal elites, <laughs> big tech, big yeah. business. So that does mean for rigging the election in our favor. Fortifying. So yes. that did, that was the. Yeah. I'm, I'm touched. I'm deeply, yeah. deeply touched. So thank it, you so much. The reason we're talking a lot about it because there was seven there was seven panels about it uh, election integrity at CPAC. There was, that was so it was a little bit of a, a talking point, and of course Trump brought it in his speech. So. But of course they're gonna make it going forward to where instead of election integrity being like the biggest talking point now. It will be a right-wing talking point because the left won, so they don't see any reason to change it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Will be their mentality about this. They have no reason to make any changes to it because it's benefiting them. Well, and if this bill passes, as I'm sure we'll talk about on the next podcast, if it passes, they'll never have to worry about it again. Oh, and there's there's there. a lot more coming behind it. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot more coming up behind it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's a good place for us to. Mm -hmm. 
cut it off because we'll be here for another hour because there's a bunch of stuff we can still talk about. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you liked what you heard. More importantly, hopefully you agreed with what you heard. If you did, let us know. Comment below. Like this video. Share this video. Give it to everybody. Um, comment on this video. Let us know what you think. Especially you, Richard Martin. Michael. Richard Michael. Michael Richard. We, we have all sorts of people who, do, who disagree with us. And That's if, good. If That's you disagree fine. with us, thanks for the we comments. Are, we're now, we're Richard, not gonna, we yeah. see you. We love you, bro. Keep it up. You're one of my favorite commenters on all of our stuff. Yeah. We're we not do. gonna cancel. We're not gonna cancel no. you. No, keep 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 bringing the hate. We love it. We don't yeah. we oh. don't delete comments. Anything that uh, disappears from our video was flagged by YouTube. So right. we're all about free speech here. Um, so Actually, the more you the more you talk, just keep doing it. Yeah, we, <laughs> love, we love it. Yeah. So uh, please do that. Subscribe subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to Freedom Wire. Uh, like Michael is, or Richard, I can't remember what his name is. Richard Let us know Michael. what your name is. There you go. But, but thank you, for, thank you for for watching our videos, and thank you for reading our articles. You're awesome. Um, other than that, thank you guys for listening. Anybody have anything they want to? Yeah, I'll I'll throw in a couple reminders here. Uh, first of all, check the links in the description for articles about everything we talked about today. Stuff we didn't get to. Uh, everything you could possibly want to know about the subjects we went into. Also. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, subscribe to our Facebook. We lost the flag at the end of the last we need, one, We too. need a better... Yes, we need better tape. Uh, every, every subscription helps us get a little bit closer to buying better tape to hang the flags in here. Mm. Um, also, we're on Spotify. Uh, we upload all our episodes there at the same time, so if you don't feel like having to rely on the untrustworthy YouTube algorithm to find our videos, if you think we are being suppressed and silenced by YouTube, because we are, uh, head on over to Spotify. Take us on the go. Listen to the sultry sound of our voices as you drive your car to wherever it is you're going. Oh, yeah. Uh, subs subscribe over there, and, uh, yeah, that, that does it for me. Yeah, where, just, where can they find us on Spotify? Freedom Wire or Freedom just, Wire News? Uh, Freedom Wire Podcast. Freedom Wire Podcast. And we have all our episodes up there uh, going back quite a ways, so if you want to listen from the beginning all the way to, to the early days before even I was on the show. We'll, we'll get, we'll get just, those up. When it was just the just two, of two of us. It was just these two dudes yelling other. at each other in a conference two, room. Two, yeah, old, two, well, one old man yelling at Sky. <laughs> exactly. And me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, my, my closing remark is to the CPAC people, if you're watching, don't ever go... It doesn't even have to be Florida. Of course, I would like it to be in Florida because it's closer. But don't ever go back to D.C. ever again. Get it out of the swamp. CPAC should go around the country. I think it's great. It should be in free states. Mm -hmm. Like Florida or Texas, and Texas not always as much, but Tennessee was pretty open. Go to go to states that value freedom. Get it out of the swamp. No closing remarks for me. That was a question. I think Grace. Remark. I think Grace. Yes, maybe some. Maybe someday they can go to California because it seems like all the yeah. liberals with money are trying to leave. So yeah. maybe one day it'll become the state that gave us Ronald Reagan again. You never like know. Maybe Trump will go for governor of California. Oh, that would be rad. That would be awesome. Follow in the shoes of Schwarzenegger and Newsom. Uh, once Newsom's gone, they'll need a new guy. Follow in the shoes of Reagan. Reagan. Backwards? That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's all right. I'm just going to say thank you guys for listening. Remember, you're Americans. Stay free, and God bless you.